What the hell? <laughs> it's Friday. That's right. Friday morning. And I'm looking at Alex Simmons. That's right. This right. usually doesn't happen for a couple of days. Yeah, what the I... hell are you doing home? Wait a minute. What the hell am I doing home? <laughs> what the... What, Ladies what and gentlemen, it's time to tell the damn, damn story because the story keeps changing on us. Alex Simmons, how are you in these truly weird times? Yes, greetings, fellow Twilight Zone traveler there. Yes, I'm fine. Thank you at the moment. Everybody in the family is good. And I hope the same can be said for you. How are you and, and, and the, the, the goddess and the boys? Well, you know, I got to... I gotta... Count my blessings because mm-hmm. all four of us are in highly public, uh, densely populated uh, professional situations, and we find ourselves all home now. Uh, the, the goddess is at the library, but the library is closed, and they're having a planning for what to do. So she mm-hmm. may indeed be home as well. But as Everybody who's listening to this knows coronavirus is having an impact on the world. Um, and now it's America's turn, right? Uh, it started in China, worked its way across now every continent with the possible exception of Antarctica. I'm not sure if there's any cases there yet. Um, but it does, supposedly, it does do well in the cold. So watch out, fellas. Um it supposedly does well in the cold, did you That's say? That's what I heard, yeah. It doesn't do well. It doesn't like the sun, doesn't like the heat, but does well in the cold. Again, you know, as as with everybody else, we're learning on the fly, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we have to, I have to address, uh, we uh, were of a different mindset just one week ago. Seven days. And, and we were, um, we weren't mocking it or taking it uh, not taking it seriously, but we were lighter than we would be uh, <laughs> just just five days, six days later, um, because how many things have changed in these days? You mm-hmm. know, Alex, you're home and you're doing online teaching at the uh, New York Film Academy, and I am home. Today is technically a snow day to clean the school. But in um, I teach in New Jersey, and those schools are closed, and we have prepared last this week 15 days, which is the equivalent of three weeks of lesson plans in case we need all of them. And they are online, distant learning style, first time in, in our history. And it's the same story across the board. Many colleges are using Zoom, many colleges have closed for the rest of the semester as far as the campus is concerned and everything else is happening online. Broadway is closed. Big events are closed. There's just so many different changes that are happening. Uh, it's it's a, a, a kind of, we're almost ob- obligated, Alex, to readdress this and of course, from the creative's perspective, how do creatives deal with all this? So, 
Well, yeah. You are Alex Simmons' man on the move. Yeah. How are you dealing with this? <laughs> I'm, you know, up until this morning, I was still pretty much moving um, uh, all over the city. Um, and if people don't know what that means, Alex Simmons is out the door and to about three to seven things per day, every day. <laughs> well, you know, I... I lead an active life. I guess that's what I would call it, you know, being being, you know, polite about it as opposed to bragging that I get around, boy. But, you know, the 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 reality here is, you know, last Wednesday I was at I was out in New Jersey, your your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. um, with a group of a, a large group um of of uh young children in in uh, elementary school doing a program with them. And, you know, there's a part of me, like you were saying last week when we talked about this, we had a a less informed um, a take on it, not because, again, indifference, but, okay, here's where we are right now. Here's what's happened right now. Here's how we're reacting to that. And now here we are days later reacting to the new information. But during the middle of the week, you know, I'm working with kids, and you can be careful because, you know, kids, you know, kids are kids, and they sneeze and stuff like that. But I couldn't be, you know, like at, at, at arm's length with them because that's not how I am. So I was trying to be as, as routine with them as I normally am, have a good time, give them the arts, creative lessons that they were given. And if you think about it, and I'll get back to the original question in a moment, but if you think about it, children pick up on, on the energy and vibes of the adults around them and they hear, mm-hmm. you know, they're not, they're not, you know, ignorant. They hear references and news and whatever. And so they're carrying a lot more of that on their shoulders without even the years of experience we've had or adults have had dealing with various stress points and, 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 and you know, concerns and high, high uh, emotional moments. So to me, it, it, it needed to be more normal for them at that time. And using the creative arts, using comics and, and storytelling and all that, getting them to eat their own tales gave them some place to go with some of that emotion and some of that energy. You know, we didn't discuss the virus or anything like that. We just tried to make it as normal as possible. At the same time, two of their teachers were out, you know, one of them being right. definitely not well, and we don't know what it was. It could have just been regular flu, cold, whatever. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're alert. They're not, they're not stupid. But we had a good time. We used the creative arts to to make four hours, you know, with a group of kids. I was working with different groups. Make four hours of their day creative time and play time in a way and giving them a chance to express themselves. And then after that, I was teaching older people uh, later in the week, um, older when I say, you know, anywhere from 19 up. And again, they're aware, they're hearing the news, they're from different parts of the world, blah, blah, blah. And again... It's how do we deal with it? Well, we're here to do a different form of creativity. This was uh, animation and screenwriting. And so, yeah, there's whatever is going on in our lives right now, but there's also, I want to create something. I want to tell stories. I want to think of the future. I want to, you know, whatever it is. So a lot of my moving around, you know, over the past few days has been, I feel, inspirational, uh, energized, so forth, at the same time using that energy and yet be aware of what, you know, what's really happening, what the numbers have done in just right. a few days in terms of the cases that are out there. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about that background. Right. And then let's talk about Tim Fielder. So I'll do oh, the, yeah. the recap yeah. really quick. 
Tim the man. Um, if uh, if you're looking for good information on the process and what's happening with this coronavirus, there's an article in the Atlantic uh, called, you know, social distancing, you know, do this now kind of, kind of thing. Um, and it has a great couple of paragraphs on just the numbers and the patterns of the numbers. You know, uh, China, there was a certain number of cases, I don't know, in the 400s and one week later in the thousands and one week later in the tens of thousands. And that repeated itself in every other country that was not prepared. You know, Italy's numbers were uh, uh, shockling the same pattern and all that stuff. Um, and what China did was very similar to what South Korea did. South Korea almost immediately isolated people and went into social distancing. And they have been very successful with that. Once China started social distancing and isolating, uh, it has been effective. Now Italy is doing the same and it has been effective. And now it's our turn, you know. Mm. Um, the reason why all these uh, public places have closed down from all of Broadway to big concert venues to uh, any place that hold 20, 250 or more and now to schools, although de Blasio still hasn't closed New York City public schools, you know, and uh, I mean... Once the Catholic schools go out in New York City, you know, the earth is shaked. I mean, I, when I grew up, you could have 40 feet of snow. And around 1969, it seemed like 40 feet of snow. And, you know, Catholics are still going to school. Um, when they're saying, look, we're out, de Blasio has to just realize what's happening. He's canceled the St. Patrick's Day parade. He's encouraged Broadway, you know, and all that sort of stuff you got to pull the trigger because with this particular virus, as everybody knows, it is most successful in highly populated areas without good ventilation. And as many windows as you might open in a public school, the hallways, the gyms, the cab, those are all perfect areas. And yes, this virus may not be um, attacking children as much as it is people over 60 or people with health, impaired health or compromised health, but it can attach itself. And those children can become carriers and all that sort of stuff. It, it just makes sense to follow what is working in the world. So there we are. And we were talking to the ever ever insightful Tim Fielder, dynamic creator that he is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, some big stuff coming from Tim Fielder soon. But this morning, his contribution to society was to say, hey, you two knuckleheads, go record an episode. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> and creativity. <laughs> and we went, oh, yeah, we should. We're both home. Yeah. Um, so, Tim... This, this one's, one's for, for you. you. That's <laughs> right, baby. Um, so, yeah. Ourselves. Uh, home for most of us, you know. 
mm-hmm. um, and uh, we urged to stay at home, to uh, socially distance ourselves. And there's pros and cons with creatives on that. One, unfortunately, at this time in this country, many creatives do not have health care. Mm-hmm. So if they get sick, that's serious. And that makes it more important, if at all, if it's possible, if it's affordable, to do that, to stay home, to clean up your area, but stay home, you know? And it's difficult for artists and creatives. Creatives are social beings. So well, we some, would like to- Sure, that's, that's, that's true. I know some that, you know, seldom see the light of day, you know, from- Okay, from- I'm a hermit most of the time, sure. <laughs> Go after me while we're trying to do some social good, Alex Simmons. <laughs> but believe me, Chris, you're not you're not the worst of it by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, no. But, but what you're saying is is very solid. And and I I just want to chime in. The, the stay at home mindset. You know, let me just let me just throw this on there. Stay at home. Yes. In other words, the idea is to not go out into the major public areas as often, if at all, uh, if you can. But the other thing too is, you know, stepping outside into open air. You know, if you're if you're feeling claustrophobic and you can't get mm-hmm. juices going, thing, you know, stepping out in an open air area, in you know, certain way, certainly like you know where I live, there's a park nearby. There's 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 streets that are not jam packed with people, so right. you can wander along, and you know, sort of open yourself up, and then go back to wherever your workspace is, and and get that work done, get those juices, right. get that creativity. Uh, happening for you. Yeah. Now, you know, people are going a little extreme with this, you know, the big big box stores and the supermarkets are experiencing runs and long lines and this fascinating um, empty uh, shelves. Um, empty shelves where the hand sanitizer is and where the toilet gone. paper is. And, and, yes, those two make sense to me. Hand well, sanitizer, disinfectant, Toilet paper, little less sense, but okay, they're they're thinking well, long game. Well, you did game. say, you know, you said something about the run, so I just, you know, just oh, hey, who, uh, see yeah. what he did there. Yeah, oh, man, we're here to um, we're here. wordsmiths. What do you want? You what know? I what I'm finding fascinating is there was a run on chopped meat. <laughs> All the chopped meat was gone. Steaks were okay, and ham, the turkey, everything else was fine. But just somebody, some group of the people. Just decided that chopped meat had to be, they had to have it. And, you Barbecues, know, uh, man, the, hamburgers, whatever. That's right. <laughs> but only that, only that. It was really weird. Um, and then the, the goddess knife strolled down the, um, the cereal aisle, and all the old people cereal was gone. You know, the, the grape old nuts. Cereal. Like, like, as opposed to Lucky Charms or something with sugar, it was <laughs> cornflakes and Special K yep, yep. and Hunt, you know. Wheat. Shredded wheat and uh, you know uh, all those kind of yep. things, you know. And uh, Wait, were they out of muesli?c You know, I didn't check. <laughs> you know, not my not my mindset. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So th- let's talk about. It's so weird to use this phrase, but there are hidden gifts in this social isolation, especially for creatives, mm. right? 
okay, you find yourself home. You're usually running around and you're doing this and you're doing that, but you're home. And you're like, well, what am I going to do? Well, you know, grab a book you always wanted to read. Right now, for me, it's Joe R. Lonsdale, The Bottoms. What do you mean, right now? Uh, Joe is your man. Joe is your boy. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, and, and I talked to Joe years ago, and I said, you know, if I wanted to start over and read, you know, your whole catalog, which book would you recommend? He says, most people start with The Bottoms. So I said, sure, but, you know, I, I haven't got the reset yet, right? So I said, this is the perfect time. Um, usually I'm reading short stories from my class and that kind of thing. Uh, but I'm going to do this for me, right? Keep myself a little, uh, I find reading settling and, and relaxing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all the other things going on, okay, give yourself some time, nice cuppa and some pages, usually some kind of pet climbing on you. Well, what are you going to do? Um, and here's the early prediction. I have a couple of, uh, novels that I hold as great American novels that don't get the acclaim they deserve. Oh, okay. All right. The one that gets nearest the claim it deserves, but I think it deserves some more. I think it to be I think it needs to be considered along the same lines as, you know, I mean, uh, Tom Sawyer and all that stuff gets up to a certain pedestal. Really? What? But, but To Kill a Mockingbird doesn't, and it should. And a sister book to that is, I think, is True Grit. Really? Yes, they have, a, you know, both are told by younger perspectives in that youthful honesty, you know, that idealism that echoes what America was, you know, it was meant to be idealistic. Idealism is kind of catching a beating, uh, you know, in this century so far. But yeah, it, that that it, it, yeah yeah that belief in a set of uh, um, morals, ethical and moral of, code. Yeah, you know, yeah, and and that's you can see that in To Kill a Mockingbird, and I believe you can see just as strong in True Grit. And now I'm beginning the bottoms, and I was like, oh my, I'm starting to see the same patterns. And we'll see if it holds up and all that sort of stuff. But you know, I, I would welcome a third into this canon. You know, it's funny because uh, I was in my, my uh, Story Essentials class yesterday. And I was talking to, by the way, folks, that's an, uh, a, a class specifically aimed at teaching storytelling techniques to animators. And I was, uh, you know, you, you refer to a lot of animated film and so forth or, or, or TV shows. And so we were talking about um, different types of story, and we were talking about themes that mm -hmm. permeate certain stories. And I was looking at a certain number of animated films and Superman episodes and things like that from the 40s through the 80s. And I said, you know what, what I find interesting and used to throw me was there was a point where ethical or moral codes or lessons were taught through various right. TV shows and films, you know, you should grow up to be a good person. Yeah, sometimes they throw in, you know, a good American. But the bottom line was there were certain certain societal norms that you should strive towards. Yeah, the social contract, which right, you know, right, and that's and another thing that's gotten a beaten. <laughs> yeah, what I noticed was that much of the material that existed for my kids to watch or read were written by people my age or just slightly younger 
because we had all come up through that period of time where we were handed that code, we were handed right. that contract. We were told this is how we should be. Our our peers and the, you know um, our peers were getting a lot of the same lesson plans in that respect that we were because it was expected. You you teach your children this, you know whether you believe it or not. This is what you teach them. So now you know a lot of that's in question because as you said, you know you're getting different different feels. But what I like is there are a lot of animated uh, cartoons, everything from Case Closed, which is anime to the old Carmen Sandiego TV show, to some of the other things that really still have a lot of those value lessons in it. And I think one of them, you know, being that innocence of, of being young and somehow being able to do something about yeah. a wrong, you know, being able to correct it. Or here's a big one, here's a heavy one now. I don't know if you're ready for this. Actually taking responsibility for your actions, yeah. even when you do something wrong. Fess yeah. up, face it. You know, so I think that what you're talking about in terms of these books that you've just recommended, I think there's a lot of properties out there that people can pick up now to read or view during this time when we're doing this social distancing to help sort of reinforce the positive in our lives. Because, yeah, we're now going through a difficult challenge, a sometimes yeah. scary and, 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 and um, unknown, very scary. Well, and, and there's... If we're talking about what creatives can do during this time, you know, whether it's the books or whether it's animation or whether it's, you know, films, and, you know, Netflix and, and Disney Plus and, you know, places like that, you know, T, uh, Turner Classic Movies and depending on whatever age group you're in, um, this could be a time of great service for them where... You know, right now, first day, second day, third day, both students and others are thinking like, ah, vacation. Uh, yeah. It's gonna, it's, mm, nah, it's, it's not going to feel like a vacation. It's not going to. Yeah. Um, so the idea with creatives and the idea with uh, people who are looking to feel good about the time that they're staying uh, yeah. socially distant, grab the stuff that you wanted to read. Grab the rewatch, reread reconsider the stuff that you thought were creative, creatively um, significant and look mm -hmm. at it uh, uh, why and why it made connections to you and what it says about what you like to create. And in that way, you're self-educating, you're, you're propelling yourself forward and, and feeding, feeding your own creativity. I would so like, that, yeah, uh, go ahead. No, so that oh. one is, Time just, to turn around and create. You yeah. know, tank is full, you know? Well, Which let, is another me, thing you could do this week. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that'll help a lot. No, uh, let me just add this additional filter to it. Um, curate the material that you take in at this time in particular, because um, the more negative material that you take in, or if you're fixated on gathering all the all the all the little quick lines, one-liners about what's happening with this, you know, with coronavirus and all. If you're pulling, if you're feeding on all of that, it's going to put you in a different head. And as a creative, yeah, if that's where you want to be to write about it, that's one thing. But it's if you're trying to fill yourself up, as you just said, if you're trying to fill yourself up with material and reference, research, whatever, to allow you to be inspired to to create other things. 
then even more so your your attitude and your sense of self and your state of mind is is important and you need to fill yourself with some positive things as well the things that make you laugh the things that make you think the things that make you feel you know good about life and love you know take in some of that as well and you can you don't have to take it all from you know the happy go lucky pure side i mean i um i was thinking of neil gaiman who is a prolific writer and has touched almost every medium you know from comic books to major films he's he's got a tv series that you know he created the graphic novel first but there's a tv series on called lucifer and if you think about it we're talking about in effect the devil who's come to earth and he's he's come with all of his his uh, naughtiness, as you will, and I'll put it nicely, um, to play, because he's tired of working in, in, in hell. He's tired of being there and doing the same old, same old. So he came. But what the story has, has turned into, what I've watched it, you know, turn into, and what the books have done, was it's somebody who's trying to find out who they are outside of what they've done for most of their existence. Mm-hmm. And he's changing in ways, he's awakening in ways that challenged the very lifestyle he lived before. So it's, it's a hero's journey, it's a coming of age kind of thing within this bizarre sort of supernatural extreme scenario. So even there, you can find something to watch how that happens. How do you take a character right. theoretically in a dark place, in a, in a bad place, or you know, has lived a life that we would consider, whoa, don't go there, and watch him eventually begin to see the world in a different light you know so i think you can find material that suits your taste but just try and balance it try and balance it that's all i'm, I'm saying use well, that culture i love uh, uh, i love the one of the things about lucifer is that he keeps running into things that do not go according to his expectations mm-hmm. right? early episodes he is just absolutely sure that everyone is corrupt. And he meets this detective who is not. Mm-hmm. And it is always a surprise to him. You know? And he's, well, I'll just break her. And then, and then my vision will be correct again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. and, and, it, and that, that uh, uh, relationship is what drives it. But when he continually sees that he can't, and he has to consider that good exists. Mm-hmm. It opens up a lot of things, and that is never spoken about uh, uh, verbally, never spelled out. It's just in there. And that's, again, one of the things where we're saying, oh, we're just going to sit down and veg out. Aggress- you know, uh, actively veg out, right? Go and look and see and ask yourself the why. Why am I yeah. watching this? What is, what is it that pulls me in? You know, yeah. and, and learn more about yourself. We are, you know, they say the creatives tell the same story again and again. You know, well, then learn a little more about your story. You know, uh, this is also the time. This is the time. Remember, you keep promising to clean your uh, workspace. This is the time, you know, and, and, and do, redo that filing cabinet that doesn't make any sense anymore. This is the time. <laughs> yes. Social distancing ha- brings with it gifts. I'm <laughs> I'm in so, space. <laughs> yeah, this is the time. Yeah. You know, I have some the edits time. to do, uh, audio yeah. edits to do on a movie I, that I haven't done in years. This is the time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to break into song again in a moment, folks. Um, um, so oh, I just want to say also for, for keep yourself active. 
you know, kids or, or young, younger people, um, there are different types of books. And, and again, we were talking about animation before. Some of that's adult animation. Some of it's kid animation. But this is a, a good time. There you go. This is a good time to look at some of the material that's out there on the shelves. If you're in Barnes and Nobles, or you can certainly hit Amazon, you can hit a number of other um, sources to get material. Uh, this is a, a, an absolutely um, uh, shameless plug for my friend's book um, that just came out. And I was just about to say the name of it, and it went right out because I'm not going to say it right. It's um, Hang on a second here. I'm going to stand up. Okay, while Alex is looking for his shameless plug, yeah, there let we me fill yeah. this space. I keep, I keep banging, I keep banging into the thing that's behind me there. Okay, it's um, Wanda's. Which is another thing you can do during the social distancing thing: walk around your house and bang into things. That's right. Listen, try, try not to use your face too much. No. Uh, okay, Wanda, so what? What? What do we recommend? Here it is. It's Wanda's season good and the mostly true secret, and the, and the reason why this one I'm I'm ducktailing or dovetailing rather off of what you were saying is you know, we were talking about you know supernatural and 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 scary things and and changing points of view and this yeah. is about this little girl who's she sort of had that 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 interesting life where she's almost like a harry potter life in that she's living with relatives who don't seem to really appreciate her don't seem to really like her don't even really seem to want her around and she eventually gets pulled into this journey through this forest on her way to try and find out who she really is and where she really belongs. And she keeps meeting these incredible creatures and these incredible beings. On, and she's a, she and this talking bird are, are on this journey together. So you got, you got the supernatural, you got the spooky stuff in there, but you also got this little girl who just wants to be a good person and to be loved, you know, just yeah. to be appreciated for who she is. And she doesn't seem to fit. And she's got to find out where do I fit in. So, you know, there's good stuff for different ages and things like that. And it also says, as a creative, whatever the, the genre or the age range that you are creating for, there's so many stories you can tell, so many uh, topics, issues, lessons, whatever, that you can share with people if you take advantage of this time. You know, to not only take some of that in, but also to turn around and create your own, use your voice to tell those stories as well. Uh, slice of life, uh, we've all had some sort of experience in our lives that has stayed with us. I guarantee you there's, there's at least a thousand people out there, if not more, who will identify with that. You know, you share that well, moment. Well, I, I would caution against adding to what will be this tsunami of, you know, social distancing or coronavirus tales that are being mm. written now but what will be uh, have more uh, of a shelf life and more of a markability I think is the uh, human stories you know mm -hmm. uh, revelations between each other you know um, changes that this is forcing through we got a call the other day you know my mom is in a, a senior facility and uh, they said well listen we're not accepting visitors until, you know, further notice. That changes a completely dynamic, a completely different dynamic. Uh, one more so for one of my sisters who is much more uh, um, on top of that. You know, she goes a million times compared to mine. You know, God bless her. Um, but it still changes the dynamic, you mm -hmm. know. And 
you know, okay, there's that story. And then there's the what if, you know, or, so, so what is the senior life in there now? What is it like when the one thing they look forward to is taken away from them? Yeah. You know, when they, they're forced to be more of a community together. What is that like? You know, well, what is it like for a senior center to watch the news and find out that the biggest um, vulnerability in, in society is their age group, their health condition, you know, that they are the center of the bullseye, mm. you know? And then what's another story? What is the dynamic of the family members who can't go and have to talk and aren't sure, you know, what's happening? And, and any of the conditions that you see yourself in Look at the human side of them. You know, there's going to be so many sci-fi stories about monster viruses and, you know, whatever the 2020 equivalent of the blob is. Oh, but the real, the real <laughs> thing is that, you know, the human dynamics. What yeah. happens when you're, you know, what happens when you're socially distant and you're supposed to be in the home? Let's say, again, we're just playing. Mm-hmm. husband and wife who have fallen out of love or who one of them has another relationship mm. what happens mm. you know what happens when you're both concerned and one gets allergies or sniffles and then there's that whole almost paranoia that sets in you know there's all of that what happens with a family that has spent the last five years looking at their phones have to spend an exorbitant amount of time with each other? What happens when the last roll of toilet paper <laughs> runs out? You got those little t-shirts. Right? Um, right? It's, yeah. I mean, it's an, it's an interesting situation. And we're not locked into the house, right? But... If we're doing this right, and if the numbers keep going up, we are going to be more and more and more in the house. And the stories that present themselves is not a reason to cheer coronavirus. No, no. But no. it's again, it's a way to be creative well, in, how, in how an do, extraordinary how does, situation. How does society adapt? How do we adapt? That's another question. You know, we've seen we've seen the Mad Max movies and things like that, but how do we actually adapt to survive? Because that's the that's the other thing of like I was saying, you know, be aware of the kind of material you take in because it will affect what you put out there. And mm -hmm. if you're constantly feeding on the world ended, then your your will, or at least the will of some people to find solutions mm -hmm. to better the scenario weakens. You know, I'm, I constantly hear people, you know, saying things about, oh, it's never going to this and it's never going to that. And we're not. And you can't expect it. So, yeah, well, OK, so really, really? I mean, really, is that how we got here? And I don't mean the negative we got here, but is that how you know we've survived this long? There's a million people out there who've done a gazillion things to, to keep people and animal, children's, adults, elderly, whatever, alive and well and thriving or comfortable or feeling loved or cared for. There's a million positive stories out there. Yeah, you can be telling and sharing or creating. It's not all about doom and gloom. It's not all. Yeah, I think I think the day after stories, 
not post-apocalyptic. Yeah. You know, okay, you know, this has passed. Here's what happened. And here's how we move forward. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. What do we, what did we learn from it? What did we learn from it? I, I, what I, happens? What's what happens after we get the all clear that social distancing has worked, and we no longer have to be socially distant? Where's that party? Right? <laughs> what is Central Park going to look like? What are the you know? That's fascinating. And that could be that could be a a, a fun story. You know, mm-hmm. I you, you know what my reaction to you know people say why you know why do you prefer Star Trek over Star Wars? And I said, because at least a lot of the early series, it said we made it. You know, we survived. All the Because you, you understand, when Star Trek, the first series first came out, it was the 60s. And we had all kinds of unrest going on. And we still had the, quote unquote, fingers on the button threat. And we had all that stuff happening. We had the Vietnam War. We had all these things that said, we're, we're screwed. We're, you know, it's not yeah. kind of like messed up, jacked up. It's not going to happen. This is the end. You know, start start building the bunkers and all that. And Star Trek said, you know, not only did we not wipe out everybody on the planet, but we got it. We finally got it. We know how to live together. And now we're going to go out into space and screw that up. No, <laughs> we're going to go out into space and teach people the same thing. Now, again, the first series was more idealistic, reflecting the, the sign of the times, the social times uh, in the 60s. Since then, including the the reboot uh, in the movies, yeah, they're more honest about human nature. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. we still got the Federation. The Earth is still green and all that good stuff. But we have people among us who want to start a war somewhere. They're manipulating. So we'll battle, we'll, we'll battle evil, but there's a lot more good left. And I think, again, those kind of stories that say that we made it, that we can make it, that we can do something, I think those are also necessary. Am I being naive, idealistic? Not naive, no. Idealistic, yes. Why? Because envisioning possibilities is what I do. And I can envision as many wonderful possibilities as I can miserable ones. I get to choose which ones I favor. True, true, true. true and you have Pablo on your shoulder there, and I keep hearing just that one line from that song, got to serve somebody. <laughs> so, you know, really. Bob, yeah. Bob has a quote for every occasion. Yes, he does. <laughs> He's made a nice living doing uh, it. Yeah, bless them. Yeah. Um, I think it sometimes it um ascends past making a living. I think he's made a contribution that oh yeah, you know, and yeah, and there's so many that we can grab that. Um I, I had wanted to switch to another but Bob just knocked it right Bob out of my brain. Knocked it right out. Well, you know, while you're thinking about that, let, let me just let's go back and say again, uh the purpose of this this particular episode, whether we name it one thirty, which I'm fine with, hundred and thirty. Or we it's a special, you know, newsflash, tell the damn story, newsflash. But either way, whatever we do, it's, it's again, Chris and I have said since day one, and day one, the first episode of Tell the Damn was video, and Tim was a part of it. But we've yeah. always talked about, you know, the, the power of creativity, the power of imagination, uh, telling stories as healing factors, as uh, markers in history as as a way, a, a lens of looking at society or looking at individuals. Uh, and this situation that we're dealing with r- right now is no different. Uh, there were creatives who went through this during the Civil War. Uh, through every war you can think of, there were creatives out there, whether they were painters, poets, novelists, dancers, uh, composers, musicians. There was always somebody out there 
looking at what was happening, good or bad, and filtering mm-hmm. that through their creative uh, skills, ability, and, and, and medium. And I think here we are again, and just like with the Depression here in the United States in the 30s, there were films that dealt with that, like The Grapes of Wrath, but there were also Fred Astaire, Ginger Roger movies, where, you know, people, you break in the song in a restaurant and everybody in the restaurant knows the song. Well, now if you do it, of course, there's nobody in the restaurant. But that's not important. You know, the, the bottom line is, yes, Chris is looking at me, what? What are you talking about? The bottom line is, through every difficult situation, one of us, some creative, has looked at it and said, what about this? And I think those are the things that, you know, we have this opportunity to do now and to help us and those around us stay just a little bit more grounded as we find, Mm -hmm. look for ways to deal with with what is here and what is coming. Last last bit of advice or suggestion I would make is that, uh, yeah, yeah, look at your news uh, feeds, look at uh, Twitter, but uh, limit it. You know, because this is exactly the kind of situation where we can find ourselves just spending hours watching the same channel or reading the threads, you know. And either one of those things program us. You know, when you look into the abyss, the abyss looks into you, right? Yeah. And you think you're programming the TV. You think you're programming the Twitter. It's programming you just as much. So... Mm -hmm. Give yourself 20 minutes. Give yourself, you know, these cable news stories, uh, news shows, they have five minutes of news, and the rest is to discuss those five minutes. You don't have to listen to the whole hour. Take that time to write another chapter, write another poem, paint another picture. Do something creative that you're going to feel great about. Yeah, keep keep your uh, finger on the pulse so you know a little bit of what's going on, but don't let it take over your life. You're socially distant. That doesn't mean you have to be a prisoner to it doesn't mean you have to be a slave to the news. Work your muse, work your creativity. Go and tell your damn story. That's what I got to say, damn it. Naturally, I agree with him. Naturally. Um, I, was, I was just sitting here thinking very quickly that uh, whether or not I wanted to say this, uh, I've heard some unreasonable conclusions that some people have come to. And oh, I'm yeah. thinking that all of the information that I have gleaned from what I would call reputable sources, and that by no means makes me an expert, thank you very much, but none of them stated that this condition that we're dealing with now is generated by, number one, Chinese food, uh, mm-hmm. two, Corona beer, right? Mm-hmm. And to my knowledge, this particular virus knows no color barriers. Right. Okay. It's an equal opportunity virus. You know, if anybody yes, is good about that, you know. So it also doesn't recognize uh, uh, economic differences yep. or political office. Many that, of the politicians yeah. are now sick with it. So yeah. yeah. So so let us let us look at this. As, even though we're distancing ourselves physically for the sake of health. Let us try and remember that we are, whether the world wants to admit it or not, a community. Yeah, there we, was a, are, uh, we are people, and we need to deal with ourselves and our families and our neighbors as such. There's a West Coast reporter this morning on Twitter 
that said uh, one way of looking at this, and I'm paraphrasing loosely, so is that um, it's an opportunity for us to step above all of those petty things and all pull together in the same direction. This is an opportunity for us to truly show that American spirit, that unify, that we can do it. Remember? Mm-hmm. We can do it, that kind of <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we can. And right now, it's a more subtle we can do it. Oh, he wants, you know, the, the uh, coronavirus wants to it. We will, we will be what we need to be to collectively and unif- and, in, in a unified way to go above all our differences and solve this together. And that's kind of a really beautiful thing. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, to, to go to fiction, it's War of the Worlds. It's Independence Day. If you want to grab those two films and, and think about it, it's it's collectively going, we need to fight this common enemy. We need to support each other mm-hmm. in order to deal with this. And, you know, it's a message that you and I have lived when we were dealing with something like this. So why on earth would we change now? You know, together, folks. So so, yeah, let's just just let's just try and be decent human beings, okay? What what a concept. That's a good goal. Yeah, there you go. And so, Christopher, as always, a pleasure. This is a shorter episode, folks. I know you're getting used to us talking much, much more, but we've said what we needed to say. You know, and now, hey, take an opportunity to say what you need to say. You know, don't don't hesitate to comment or send us an email or whatever let us know what your thoughts are share 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 yeah just because we're isolated shouldn't mean that we're disconnected oh tell us what you think about this episode tell us what we missed tell us your fears tell us your hopes tell us how you're going to creatively use this time tell us your damn damn story take care chris peace brother Yeah. It's it's trying to.